Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If you want to be my friend I bought a new butter better go and get a pen Odyssey and maybe we can keep in touch Arm lock putter, like 42 inches in It wasn't so long ago See Stroke Lab. You told me yesterday you got it. And then I made I you watch bu- the video. I was buying it. I was buying it. Oh, I thought you got it. it. Why do you need no, a new putter? You just broke 80 last week. Days. Yep. Time to make adjustments. I'm break you adjustments. broke 80. You know, I made a mistake. Here's the mistake I made. Buying a and putter. It's so classic in golf. I have a lot of putters. Um, okay. I love them. I love having so them. So do you think you have enough golf clubs that I could borrow? But you have enough that I could borrow enough of a set to learn on? Yeah, you could actually learn on Jordan's set because she never uses it. And they're that's a great that's a great set of clubs to is the height start gonna learning be all weird? With. Because she's like six six. No, I think you'll find that it's pretty okay. Okay. And they don't they don't make huge adjustments to clubs. But you're you're over here shooting less but than I've 80 used them and, and you, we're a, not so we're, our height's not so far off and I've used what them. What are you five so four, five like five? Them. I'm 5'2". Okay, yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, because you're 6'8". Mm-hmm. Montel Jordan, baby. Could you imagine I'm 5'2 and you're 6'8"? You ever imagine... That's two that different lives. Wonder, it would be wildly different lives. Two different lives. I, like I had to a think roommate of- in college <laughs> who was 6'7", and he was the goalkeeper. And people, when you saw him, everyone asked him if he played basketball. Everybody. Literally had to everybody. ask him. They also gave him Dude, more respect. Did you know that? He would, and he would reply very, he was always very upset. <laughs> really? He was like, no, I don't play basketball. He's like so mad because he got asked all the time. All the time. Uh, uh, the thing I was going to say, I just like to think of Montel Jordan writing that song. I want to write a song. Okay. But I want it to be like how we oh, do things. Like, what do you mean? Like, I would like to write a song about how we do it. Like how we do it. I don't. I, what do you mean by that? I don't know what you're saying. I want to write a song where it's like, like if there was a night where like there were no more drive-bys and there was just like a lot of dudes and Carl Kanai. Oh, that rhymes. Hold on. But I want it to be a night where it's like we could show everybody like, hey, here's how here's how we do things. Here's how our night looks. Yeah, but it's got to be tighter than that. Like this is how we do. What? Th- this did is how we do Friday come night. from. I'd like to say something like, "Hey, it's a, it's such a good night. All all the guys forgot about the drive by, yeah, something like that, yeah." But I want it to be like, "This is how we do things." Fuck no. And then he just wrote a song. All right, I'm so confused. Are but you, you know for what? real? Are you for real confused that I'm talking about Montel Jordan brainstorming the idea for? This is how we do it. What's this? Rory. Is this like from the legend soundtrack? 
Hoosiers were I guess one step legend. closer. What does that mean? Well, you know, when Scott moves in here, we're going to okay. be setting up our Hoosiers night, and we're going to live stream it, and it's just going to be on us watching a movie. There's actually no entertainment to it. <laughs> Some would say that's par for the course to bring it back to you buying a putter, even though you're already playing great golf. Here's my question, and this is to get... So so if you... Anyone listening to this, obviously last week's episode, you got to listen to how the live show went for late September. Uh, and, you know, some people listening right now were at that and uh, enjoyed it. And, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some people right now who, who maybe aren't in the Palpatine round, which is fine, and, or, or haven't tried to come to a live show just yet. But what I do want you to know is that I'm pretty certain one of these live shows is going to happen on a Friday night. Yeah. It's going to be our most technical setup. Sure. And it's going to be watching Hoosiers together <laughs> in our in, in on my back porch with a projector onto the wall. Uh-huh. Or I'll figure out a way to set a TV up out there uh-huh. with a DVD player. Uh-huh. Ooh. Fancy. What are you digging for, Roar? Rory is digging among all the props of his paintings and uh, all of our pen pal swag we've picked up over the past seven years doing the show. Because I've got Hoosiers. I've got Hoosiers on DVD you want right a, here. You want to something crazy? So do I. And I have not watched it for you. Okay. And you're not going to until... So that's going to be one of our Maybe Friday that, night. Yeah. One of our Friday night hangs. Yes. Is going to be uh, Hoosiers. Now, here, here's the deal. I don't know that legally we can charge money. It's our private Zoom, or Yeah, but can you show a movie and have. I here's the thing. Can we we'll be like, we'll be songs? like this. Maybe we'll put up a third screen that is the movie. Right. And we'll be watching it, and maybe we'll have the microphones so that we can do a little bit of commentary, because I kind of want to get Daniel's thoughts in real time. And I want the Zoom going, because I want everyone to see Daniel cry when the emotions hit him. It is not And I want to see if they line up. I want to see if they line up to where moments where I would cry. <laughs> is there, do you cry when he rolls up the paper and smacks his hand with it? The idea of that, yeah. He does yeah. that, right? Yeah. I don't know do why it. that's one of the only things I know about the movie. That, and I think he talks to somebody while they're shooting basketballs who, like in yep. the driveway. Jimmy Chitwood. Yep. <laughs> Trying to get him to t- tell him he doesn't care if he comes back and plays on the team. Did you just like God, spoil so alert the movie for me? No. Well, now I know, I know he leaves the team and I know that he doesn't care. How do care. you know he was ever on the team? Because you just said he doesn't care if he comes back and joins the team. Who knows when he was on the team, <laughs> Daniel? It'll all make sense all in good time. Oh, that's okay. I went into I committed to an entire bit of talking about Montel Jordan writing this is how we do it, and you did not and I know was where so I was out of it. I was <laughs> You're so like, I did what drive bys have to I do with truly, I was like, I don't know, Daniel. I, I was trying to snap you out of it. I was like, Daniel, I'm we're losing him, folks. <laughs> I but thought you remember we were the losing line? Him. All the gangbangers forgot about the drive by. I know, I know you I, were the I, same high school dance as I, I was. Look, you're right. You're right. Whatever it is. This is how we know. It's a great song. And the reason I thought of that is because doesn't he say all the uh, uh, something like six eight he stood when he sings about himself in the third person? Daniel. Yeah. I've got something new for us. What is it? You're gonna love this. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Do you know what time it is? Are uh, you ready? Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Get that closer. The chocolate room. Love it. I love it. I know it's longer than you think it's going to be, but who cares? 
Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. And then let's go to the letters. <laughs> oh. I'm going to trim that down. That's going to be Why? more accessible. Why would in the you future. need to? Our listeners are going to be like, I can't. <laughs> this fucking Willy Wonka thing is a 20 minute intro. It's like when someone realizes they do a karaoke song and they realize there's another verse. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sometimes things are longer than you think. Ah, uh, Daniel. Do you know what happened to the boys who got all the letters they ever wanted? They lived they, happily ever after. They published them and made so much money. <laughs> Hello, fellow pen pals. I wanted to say I love the podcast and your guys' laughs. I've always enjoyed writing letters, and I think it's awesome that you turned it into something so big. I recently went through the process of legally changing my name and I have a lot of people ask me how I decided on the name I chose. It's a simple story. My freshman year of college, I was breaking the ice with a girl in my class, and I asked if she could change her name to change her name to my thing. To anything? Oh, change her name to anything. What would it be? I said Esther for myself, and it slowly became an inside joke. Then three years later, I decided to legally change it. I wanted you. to ask you guys the same question. If you could change your name to anything, what would it be and why? Again, I love the show, and I hope you guys have a great end to your summer. Sincerely, your favorite pen pal, <laughs> Esther, formerly named Michaela. Now, Mika that's not only... That's not only the only thing that came in that letter. I think okay. some like punchlines, some cards came in it that are like jokes mm -hmm. that are kind of. Um, I'm still unfulfilled by it. I, I'm like in my head. I'm still going. Come with me, and, and you'll be. be so that's what I want it to create. In a world of Leave the audience wanting more. You know what? Your our version is. It would go. Come with me. And you'll be in a world of pure alliteration. Oh. Yeah. But it's dude. spelled letteration. Yes. In a pen pal potato nation. That works too. In a pen pal nation. Mm hmm. Why did the scarecrow win a Nobel Peace Prize? He was outstanding in his field. Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah, baby. Let's see how many you got. These all came in the, the letter from Esther. Okay. How do the Amish throw a party? They, oh, they, something barn. They, they raise the barn. Raise the roof. They turn up the beat and raise the roof. Yes. Half point. Half point okay, for okay, Daniel there. Okay. What is brown and sticky? What is brown and sticky? Nuno, do you know? <laughs> Nuno got is it, it. Is it a stick? Yeah, it's a stick. Nuno. See, Noah's good at these because on the good the the R.I.P. Good Night Show, which ended uh, a, a week ago today. The R.I.P. G.N. Yes. Uh, Every Friday, I would give Noah a riddle, and then every Monday, uh, we would give the answer to everybody, but he would also have to guess it. Give me another one. This one is maybe my favorite one. Okay. What is blue and smells like red paint? What is blue and smells like red paint? <sighs> Nuno, do you know it? Blue paint? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is great. He's Isn't good. That a great one. He's good. Do you know how do you know these? Is this because he cheats? Look at he googles. He does them. cheat, yeah. and that yeah, I, it's honestly. If people are like, why did why don't they ever give him a microphone? It's because he cheats. cheats. He's a cheater. Rory, do you want me to give you a couple that I've given Noah? Do you know, so you you know what play? I realize now? Now that we record these shows, yeah. Now that we give a visual recording, uh -huh. now Nuno has to earn his camera. We've given a <laughs> microphone, but now he's got to earn a camera. <laughs> uh, Rory, do you want to play? I can give you a couple. Uh, well, hold on. I'm off. By the way, I'm awful at these. I think which is why I so greatly respect them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when someone says, say a joke, 
we all know the difference. Ugh. Not everyone knows this, but you and I know the difference between stand up and street jokes. Yes, 100%. I wish I had a wealth of street jokes. Oh, really? I don't. I don't have them. I wish I knew those because those are so fun to fucking flick off. And also, they're like classical music. No one's getting any ownership. You can Tell you use what, them in a movie. If in you the Palpatench, I'm going to start giving you street jokes. Some you'll right. remember, some you won't. Yeah. Okay, here's a riddle for you. Ready? Should we make uh, Shanley log all of them? You know, just <laughs> yes. he loves that kind of yes. stuff. And I'd be nice. It'd be nice for him to get to do that. <laughs> for him to get to do that. He's just, his fingers are just bleeding and bruised from having to keep up. Hashtag bleeding and bruised. And that one is specifically just for Shanley. What do you call someone who loves the moon? I don't love this one. Someone who loves the moon. A lunar waxer? A lunatic. Ah, lunatic. I don't love this last one either. What is red and bad for your teeth? I don't know. I don't know. A brick. Say that those aren't as fun as the... Here's one for you. Here's one for you. What can you catch but never throw? What can Um, you catch but never... Yes, Rory. Okay, you ready for another one? Yes. You know what I always do? I always pretend like I have to get these right to like free my family from like a captor. (laughs) So I put a lot of pressure on myself. I can shave a hundred times today or a hundred times a day and still have a beard. How? Uh, I can shave a hundred times a day and still have a beard. How? It's not shaving hair. It's shaving points. You're the Boston College of 30 for 30. That's good. No, I'm a barber. <laughs> I'm a barber. I'm getting a little apple bite here. Nuno, do you remember any other good ones that you liked from the Good Night Show, RIP? Uh, not off the top of my head. Okay, thanks. This is how you keep out of the camera. Jesus yeah, you can't. Christ. we can't give a camera to that if that's what you're bringing. Um, okay, hold on. Let's go back to the letter. Let's go back to the letter. <laughs> Folks, let your yeah, 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 the letter. <laughs> Goddamn pen 15. Okay. Season one. I think that first episode, she does like, she don't talks about me. watching Ace Ventura that summer. I, I, You've got to watch pen 15. Okay, I will. I promise you. Oh. I promise you. I'm genuinely cur- curious what you'll think of it. I bet I love it. I, I think you will love it because it's got this great heart in it and it's funny and it's too. 35 at the time. I don't know how old they are now. If it's like 36, 37, what I think they're around mid thirties playing seventh graders and it works. It truly works. I'm in. And it's only when they're standing around legit 11 and 12 year olds that you're like, Oh yeah, they're 35. (laughs) Can I be honest with you? I don't remember what the letter was about at all. I do. I don't remember name change. It's as simple as name change. Okay. First off, I love, I think the name Esther is, is awesome, but I will also say, I love the name Michaela. I I love the name Michaela. I I think it's such a great name. It's a win-win. This is a win-win for Michaela slash Esther. This is a win-win. I'm curious. Did you let the room, the, the classmate know, Hey, I, I did this. I ended up changing my name because I, I, you know that person would be like, you are so crazy. That's what they would say. That's how they'd say it, too. Um, what would you... Well, here's the thing. Here's, here's what makes it difficult. Or not. I think you and I are similar. Yeah. That we take a lot of pride in our names. Mm-hmm. And it's a big part of our... Um, a, a, an identifying influential drive to su- succeed is that I... I really love the name. First, for instance, last name Scoville. I take a lot of pride in trying to build up the the legacy of that name. Not just on me. I, sure. I look at all of my family yes. members that way. Um, but Rory, don't but also, you think I love the name Rory? Don't I love you think my name. if someone walked into a room, you sent someone into a room. You and I are in the room. They don't know either one of us at all. All they know is one person is named Rory Scoville, and the other person is named Daniel Van Kirk. Don't you think they'd be able to tell? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I that's what but that's what I'm what that's I think the emotion I have first, about what you're saying is like you are Rory Scoville. Yeah. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. 
I think they'd walk in and they'd initially go, I think those guys know each other and they audio respond to letters. (laughs) (laughs) They'd somehow know that. Those guys look like they're too lazy to write it down, but Mm -hmm. have all the time and energy to to talk about it. (laughs) Well, here's the thing, Roar. You know, I've already done it. I changed my name. What do you mean? This isn't the name I was born with. This isn't the name on my birth certificate. What is your name? Are you, is that something you're willing to share? No, I'll talk about it. I've talked about it before. It's it's Dan- so my name is Daniel Van Kirk, and I am one hundred percent through and through Daniel Van Kirk. It's almost if you ask me, I changed it to what it is, rather than from what it was. Like I got closer to the bullseye when I changed my name. So I am Daniel. Van Here's Kirk. what I'd love. I would love for you to go. I am 100% Daniel Van Kirk, but my name is Trevor Noah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I could do a Trevor Noah right now. So I knew a, I knew a comic when I was coming up whose name was Michael Jackson. Yeah. Well, Changed we, we, we both know Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Now Tom Takar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that name come from? Is that a middle name or a family name or? I think he was in the same situation as me. So I was born. Daniel Michael Jackson. Yes. And that was very cool up until a few years ago. No. Very cool. Further, a little further back than just a few. To me, I bought into what was being said a few years. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so uh, I was born Daniel Nall. Does that fit? No. No. So Christopher Nall. He, now here's what would work. Mm-hmm. Daniel Nall Kirk. <laughs> that it still doesn't work. You just need Kirk in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. Look. All this other It's like Daniel Schman. Dude, Spaniel Daniel. No one gives a shit. It's the Kirk that keeps people coming back. Oh, man. I like that voice. It felt like you worked with Jack Phillips. Like you weren't him, but you were a couple offices down. I was his neighbor. Yeah. I was his neighbor who he got advice from that he then told you. He's like Tim the Toolman Taylor talking to his kids when <laughs> the kids could just go to Wilson, you know? Yeah, for go sure. to the source. Um, uh, so. Uh, I, but I obviously was raised by my mom, uh, after Chris and all split when I was very, very young. So I was raised by my mom. And then my grandfather was like my, that was my father figure and he passed away. And then we moved in with my grandmother and my aunt Connie and her husband, Ken, they lived next door. Constance. So, and then obviously being up at the cabin with uncle Bob and aunt Gail Ann, my, my, my grandma's, uh, son and his family. Tear that cabin down, am I right? <laughs> Burn it. So <laughs> I I'm a Van Kirk. I mean, that's that's me. That is one hundred percent who I am. More so, million percent. Yeah. So I started going by Daniel Van Kirk immediately after college, and it wasn't until within like the last five years that I legally had it finally changed. But and it felt so it like when you put Did it feel on, like that's you were just waiting to do that. Like when you started going by that, was there some party that oh, I was already any sort of an identity crisis no, about it? No, it felt like because you were you were over it. You were you were an adult man, and you were like, "This is what happened with my dad. This is I'm I'm not sure, bearing yeah, this. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, well, this is what I am. I'm right. I'm a Van Kirk, right? I, I am. It is. I might I, fucking I've, be a Van Kirk. Honestly, you're talking <laughs> me into it right now. Like I've, I, I'm going to be honest here. It's going to sound like hyperbole. I don't know that I've ever spoken anything more true than the words. I am a Van Kirk. That is like the core of me. Well, technically you are right. So, yeah. but I just mean in true in terms of like, that's who you really are. Like that's the essence. And so you mean like aura. Yeah. And so, um, the, it really was like a, it, it, the last, I could have done it right away, but it really just became a whole thing of like, how do I do this? I don't have, I just like literally just pushing it off. Cause I had already, it was almost like an afterthought because it was so already done in my heart and mind and had been for so long and to everybody else's as well. Like I remember I did a Super Bowl commercial years and years ago. And in my, 
hometown, they put it in the newspaper, of course, the Rochelle yeah. News Leader. And they said, like, uh, Daniel Nall, former RTHS graduate, and even my friends that I've been friends with my entire life that I'm still in a group text with, we're like, what the fuck is this Dan Nall shit? Like, it looked like, foreign gotta... to them. And they've known, they had known me since that, up until the age of 18. Yeah. But even to them, they're like, that's not who you fucking that's are. That's not him. Right. I hope they wrote letters to oh, that. Oh, they definitely, I asked him to. We had a whole campaign going. So, um, I already <laughs> did this. was like, yeah, we'll change it. We really don't care. <laughs> and then I waited so long because it just didn't seem... It was a hassle for like flights and payments and stuff like that. Right. So eventually I just got enough. Of it. I was like, I have to figure this out and get it done. And I, right. I went to go do it here in LA and it was a 10 month waiting period. Why is that? Why because so it many names? It's because it's, it. it's a huge city. People are changing their names all the time. Plus you live in, in the number one city for the industry where people go by different names. Oh, uh, that's right. And yeah. just the court system is so back, backlogged. I went home to Illinois and I, did I did it like all in one day. I mean, you had to like, yeah. it has to be published in a newspaper for like three months so that you, you can't use it to like avoid creditors. Right. Um, but after that was done, I went in and got the, you know, had the hearing and then they just stamped it and, and I was yeah. done. But yeah, it yeah. did, even though it was, it had no, like I didn't need it for any sort of emotional solvent. It, right. It did feel so great to finally like look at a passport Look at an ID. And see it. And just, yep, Daniel Van Kirk. What and, did it cost? Oh, uh, man. I want I maybe 300 bucks all in. When you, gotta, you go to name a baby, they make it very clear. They're like, get it right. Because once this goes off, it's a pain in the ass to change it. It's not it. that. It's not. That's what I always thought. No, it's not. It's not a pain in the ass. Because you got Some people just have a regret. Sure. I hate that you have to... You have to have picked out this name. Yeah. And you have to be ready with this name. And I I hate that. Because you know, sometimes you don't know the name. Did you know Sometimes you want to be around the baby and be like, oh, "Did you know? you know, we had this one name, but the baby is so this aura, right. this energy that this is the baby's name." Right. Did you know what, right away? We did because we had a list of five names. I can't stop me if I've mentioned this on here. We had a list of five names care. and we we knew enough to not run it by family. Sure. You just I don't. knew someone named Kelise, and Kelise was a slut. And she was a criminal. Right. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Like, first of all, but don't slut shame five... her because she was sex positive, And now you're bringing your own attitude towards it. Yeah. Yeah. And also, that's what we're going to name her. Right. <laughs> but I had, we had five names that were our favorite sitting in a coffee shop. N- guy next to me, I just handed him my phone. And I go, what's your favorite oh, of these yeah. five names? We're having the baby in like a week. And that guy took the phone. And like really sat and looked at him. And I was like, boy, did I ask the right fucking dude? And he was like excited by this. And he was like, he goes, they're all good. He goes, but Elliot, and here's why. And then told us like a one minute long explanation as to why yeah. that should be the name. Yeah. And we were like, all right, that's it. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> so that's what we did. Do you know what your name would have been had you we been a girl? We also wanted this like ambiguous name, you know, Jordan and Rory. We wanted to pass that on to. Yeah, I love that. Well, we're going to talk about that in a daughter. second. But do you know what your name would have been had you been uh, birthed uh, a girl in terms of what they mark on your I don't birth know. certificate? I don't know. My, I would have been Jessica. Oh, if you were a girl? If I had been born with, yeah, with a vagina. Was that your mom told you that? Mm-hmm. Was that just a favorite of hers? She had those two names, Daniel or Jessica. Yeah. 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 Um, Little ditty about Jessica and Dan sitting at the Tasty Freeze eating. Every time he gets to that line, uh, sucking on chili dogs, I'm just like, I can only think of diarrhea and like stomach pain and like pain. I think about that hand between those bowel movements and like a tough to access bathroom that you'd want to shit in. (laughs) Every when he says sucking on chili dogs, Outside I go, the taste Fuck, of I want it. Yeah, uh, that image is that is my Graceland. But I, okay, I'm I got your version. Where I can't feel the same way about. I it. got I your go, version. One here's here. I got to get this out. One, I I'm like, how many chili dogs? Because are they saving room for the tasty freeze? I mean, sure. go get one of the tasty freeze. Sure. <laughs> and then two, 
uh, like extreme diarrhea in front of Diane. In front of Diane. And they're supposed to be like this. They're like, check it out on Chili Dogs. Outside the tasty freeze. Flash forward to Rory and a Portageon got his elbows on his knees. Oh, yeah. It hurts so bad. <laughs> Five chili dogs is what I shouldn't have had. When I play golf, I turn on the little portable speaker. I do my uh, phone. I usually go to Spotify, Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. So good for a golf so round. Good. That song came on. Uh, oh, yeah. Life goes on long after the thrill of living is gone. And I have never understood it, but now I fully get it. You do. I fully get that there is a time when the, the life does continue, mm-hmm. even when you're no longer really excited about it. You know what I mean? It does. Like, yeah. I don't feel the same way about life. When I was in my 20s, I had a gung-ho, watch the fuck out. Now I'm like, uh, I don't know. Just I'll swing at the pitches you throw. I'm not going to sit here hoping for a high fast one. <laughs> wow, roar. <laughs> but the thrill of living changes. Yeah. You look for these, you look for your, the moments of like motivation and inspiration and 100%. adrenaline, but I don't get the same adrenaline uh, anymore. And it wasn't until I was playing golf and I was, you know, looking at my ball and judging the yardage and, but don't you, don't you that think, hit me that line I was like oh yeah but don't you think that can change that it can come back like imagine imagine your daughter grows up let's say she decides she wants to get married and or have kids yeah and now you're like a grandpa and you're gonna have this whole new thrill to your life of like I'm a grandpa and the, 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 the kid the whole family's coming over this weekend like you could have it could come in waves of like thrills yeah. of living you know what I mean yeah yeah I see you being an amped up gramp. I'd like to be. I'd like to be that way. Uh, but it's, I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Like what I thought about when that, that, when I heard that line and I was like, oh yeah, like I, I've, I have been motivated for so long in terms of, you know, maybe how we are in stand up. Stand up is such a, a strange career pursuit that, you not only do it because it truly is a really fun job and right. it is a job that pays you for you being you, Yeah, but you do get to make people for the most part feel really good. The and it best. is a, it is a powerful thing, not in an ego way, but in a way where you feel good being like, Oh my God, people are like laughing and their brains are like lighting up and they're, they're just feeling light and, I'm creating this fun vibe and it's, I'm, I'm like a chef right now creating Mm -hmm. this meal of joy. Um, but, but also it's, it's a fun job because you, you pursue it not knowing how far away the finish line is because there kind of isn't one. So you almost keep doing it because you're so curious. What will this look like? after I've been doing it for this long. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some people become like Jedis. Some people burn out and they don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. I all and all of those things are fine. Right. <laughs> yeah. And and, and I think the reason the I think the, the curiosity of it that maybe you and I have is that there's also a, you know, you'd be you'd you'd like to be like, you know, it'd be fun in 20 years, you just walk out on stage and it's almost like just the easiest thing. But there's also this party that's like but I also could fucking hate it. I could actually I maybe quit I don't in think, 10 I don't, years. I, I think you and I have given ourselves enough of a freedom on stage that it'll be it, it'll take whatever form we enjoy. Yeah, but like we're never going to feel bound is, to the like yeah, pyrotechnics. What I, what I kind of mean is is there's this fun in it because you just when someone's like, "Well, when you retire," which sounds so ridiculous to me because I don't I didn't get into a job to hope that one day it it ends. I just got into a means of providing for myself sure. by doing something I enjoy doing. Yes. So why would I just stop doing it if it's been 30 years just to go, well, I'm done with that now. If I achieve all and the I know things that's I a want, fortunate thing to have discovered yeah. for yourself personally, and not everyone gets that opportunity. But if I if I achieve all the things I want to, I could see myself retiring from all of them except stand up. Like I would sure. still do that. Yeah. So I could retire from everything else if they were like, 
Well, stand-up is very... I mean, when you really... And this pandemic has really put it into focus. But you realize, like, oh, the, the one of the hardest things about my job is the annoyance of boarding the plane. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, we, truly, and we have that streamlined. Age, there are enough gadgets to keep you... To, keep, to get you through a five-hour flight, which sure. is going to be the maximum amount of time. You can, you can last through a five-hour flight. You can last through a layover. You can, get, you can get through it. And then when you get to a place, it's like, hey, can we get you anything before you go on stage to just talk for an hour to no expectations? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you're it's like, I don't know. What's their best thing? And they're like, we make some of the best chicken wings in town and like, you can honestly have them for free. Yeah. You're like, all right. Okay. Or they're like next door. Like, well, next door is like this amazing, uh, like, it's and like they'll let you drink for free. If you want. Oh, yeah. also, the whole staff thinks you're great and wants to just hang out. And you're like, oh, <laughs> it's you a kind great, of, hey, it's you a great gig if you can get it. It, it. I mean, one, that's a testament to how fun some staff can be that they would even want to spend extra time with oh us, God. attention craving lunatics. The Jacksonville but, staff and I, that was like better than the shows. We would just go people watch at the bar next door afterwards. Like they set up a table for us outside because in Jacksonville, you could still smoke in the bars and they were so cool. The, the GM of the club was like, I know the GM here. I'm going to get, we'll have them make sure there's a table outside. I was like, do they normally put a table outside? I was like, no, but we could sit outside. Then you don't have to worry about smoking. We could people watch. Uh, I'm like, you guys are the the best. best. Yes. The best. A proper, a proper post-show cool down is is fantastic. Get a little something to sip on. I know. Um, I don't know that I, I, I don't know what I, this has been. Who cares? Wow. It's fine. Wow. I, we, we went, you know what I mean? You know what I think it is? I think it's sometimes we just, we got a lot to get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we do. We do. I don't, I don't know that I would so change the question your name. is, would you ever change your name? And so I don't want to do the like, well, I wouldn't ever do it. So I don't want to participate in your hypothetical. What would I, I don't know. I have a name that I've, I'm like, I like that. I I think I'd I would go ridiculous if I were gonna change it. Really, I think I would go serious. <laughs> to what? What do you mean, Lincoln? Lincoln Van Kirk, or oh, like fuck, uh, dude, Lincoln Van Kirk is on the tour, but rarely wins. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm on the tour, dude. Or has a clothing line, sure. Or is comes from so much money <laughs> that he just he's doing daiquiris all day he, you're arthur you're arthur but you like live in like dallas yeah yeah <laughs> uh i if i ever have a child i've thought about that i would if it was uh a boy in, until it gender identifies how it wants um i like the name bear bear van Kirk. i like that yeah i might go i could go with that bear van i like Kirk. that a lot i like that yeah, because it's cool good to know that at such a young age, your kid is going to grow up and coach football. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> that's an awesome thing. You know, it's funny. My friend Chris Sullivan had just had his child this summer. Chris, yes. Mm-hmm. And he he was like, we were talking about baby names and uh, that's what they named their child. He told me he was like, we love bear. We're going to name our." And I was like, that's so he's like, you should do it, too. If you ever have one, who cares? we got a couple of little bears rolling around. You're like, nah, you stole. You already stole it from me. <laughs> I, I, I did. I yelled at him and Rachel. Um, but yeah, he named that. his son Bear, Bear Sullivan. I love that. Yeah, me too. That's such a good name. Yeah. I would go with uh, George McFly Scoville. <laughs> Why not just McFly? I've always loved the name Crispin. Crispin Crispin Scoville. Crispin Glover. Yeah. We hey, one thing. Named, you uh, were talking Maple. Maple? We almost named Elliot Maple. That was one of the names on the list. Well, this is what I was going to say about Elliot's name. Do you remember what Keith Jacobs told us about why she loves her name? Because kind of like with Elliot, she it is a, a, a traditionally male gender specific name. And right. she loves her name. Remember, she talked to us for a long time about how much she loves her own name. I she know. Was like, Remember, we were like, we kept pointing to our watches. Yeah, we, were like, we really have to get on stage. To to she was like, you stayed at my house. You can listen because to this. You stayed at my house. You listened to my origin right. story. Um, and she was like, I love that I'll like go to a meeting. And I know they were expecting a man. 
and it throws them off. And I'm so fucking good at my job, which she is. She's fucking awesome. Uh, well, she, she, that's what she told us. We've never been to her job. Oh, no, dude. She runs a Airbnb once a year for a weekend. And I think she's done a great job. At least we've been the only clients they've ever had. That's the only thing that I know. That's the <laughs> only thing I can say with confidence. And it's honestly... It's it's like off the menu style Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like they don't even know you're gonna be there. <laughs> they, she is so, or I think that actually make her bad at her job. She doesn't <laughs> even know she has people living oh. on the fifth floor of fifth their house. Uh, so yeah, I, I love that letter. Yeah, I guess Bear um, Lincoln maybe. Something Roger change. Uh, Ralph Claxton. Um, so I guess Esther, thank you so much for that uh, incredible letter, and I love the name Michaela. I love the name Esther. Win-win, which is what you get when you listen to the Pen Pals with mm-hmm. Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scovel. Signed, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. Hey. Do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, we are back. If you want to friend my friends, try to go through me. I'd like to facilitate it when... People start to hang and get tea. That's good, Roar. Yeah, I wanted it to be British. That was really good. Get tea. Uh, we talked about it on the Pop Potential, but I want to touch on it here. Thank you so Pop much Potential. to Suzanne and Three Best Bakery for sending Rory a box of cookies so that he would Thank shut you. up. I was uh, very offended. Suzanne uh, wanted to make good, despite the fact she never really did anything bad nope. other than give free treats to the wrong person in this twosome. <laughs> um, that's the only crime. That yeah. I know of that she committed. And, and you, uh, how many Reese's Pieces cookies are left? One bag is gone. I wow. have not had them for 24 hours. One bag is gone. Good for uh, you. My Lord. wife had one. Uh, <laughs> love the pecan ones. I love all the flavors. They're mm-hmm. all great. That Reese's so one, Blizzard style. And uh, I mentioned this on the Palpatentrion Unity Coffee Roasters. Check them out. Yeah. Uh, Nolan sent me some mm-hmm. uh, free coffee. Because he knows I'm a coffee head, mm-hmm. and uh, we absolutely loved it. So if you're in the market, check out Unity Coffee Roasters, and uh, don't fuck around. That's their slogan. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Which I think is too aggressive. I R- told him you should change that. Roy, do you want to tell everyone about the charity that we raised money for? Yeah. And while you do that, I will yes. make sure I have the exact total... Uh, so 
I have a friend, okay. Carleen O'Reilly, who I met through doing uh, the St. Jude's, the FedEx St. Jude's uh, golf tournament in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, a few years ago. I did it twice. Went and toured the uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, mm-hmm. um, which, by the way, will probably be one of our charities at some point. I was absolutely blown away by the work uh, that that they do for St. Jude's Children's Hospital. I love that if uh, a child is diagnosed with cancer, um, the entire family pays nothing. They are fully... Yeah, they take the, care of you, you won't pay for the medicine. You won't pay for the stay of the hospital. You won't pay for anything. Uh, I think it's incredibly important, and I love it, and I love that America and uh, you know other contributors from other countries help out children and families in need like that. Uh, anyways, that's the work Carlene was doing. Sure. She has since uh, started a job with coaching for literacy, something that came up for Daniel and I and Lissa when we were trying to think of a charity for last the last live show. Um, we had a few that were based on literacy and uh, not just children learning to read, but you know the overwhelmingly large number of people who uh, need to learn how to read because it's an essential part of our communication and survival. Carlene works for this Coaching for Literacy. I remember that she had uh, moved this job, and so we looked into it, and we decided that that's what we were going to raise uh, the money for. So everyone who participated... In uh, that live show, September, what was that, 25th? Yes. I think it was. Yes. Uh, that money is going to go to Coaching for Literacy. And I highly recommend people get online and take a look at it because while some of your ticket money went to that, you may find that there's more that you you want to contribute or more that you want to share about that with other people. So that is Coaching for Literacy. And I don't uh, have the total so right here, but we I know out. that we raised close to $400. Yes. For so, uh, coaching for literacy. So thank you. And you know what? Tickets are no, on sale. No, what? Tickets are on sale right now for the October 23rd show. And if you get a couple's ticket or you get a group ticket, uh, a portion of that sale is going to go to the next charity that we choose. So um, the more honest you are about how many people you have, the more money you're going to be giving to make the world a better place. And if you yes. are living tight on a budget, even though there's four of you in the house, you guys can only scrape together enough to get the uh, single person ticket. That's fine. I don't care. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's for people who have the ability to say, you know what? This is how many of us are here. We can afford it. And let's give some money to charity. That's what the option yes. is there for. So that's, a, that's exactly right. You can sign up. Go to uh, Eventbrite or go to DanielVanKirk.com. Okay. I have a letter here, Rory. You have the hard copy of this, but you sent me the pictures of it. I started it. This is a fun thing we do now on the live shows is we we give a little tease for what our next one is going to be. Rory, it looks like you, like someone shaved the center of like a coconut and your face was behind it. <laughs> <laughs> like your hair is growing exactly the same from both ends. I hate how quickly it was to see it, be able to see that. I love those drawings though. We have to get that um, framed and add that to the wall. This just to, so people know, it says I didn't know what to put on the front. So here are some poorly drawn portraits of you guys. I would like to say not, not poorly. poorly drawn. I would. No. I was going to say if if Pin Pals was an animated show, I would. Not I would request that off. these be the two yeah. pictures that we use. <laughs> Those guys, right. though, I'm going to tell you this: they're not named Rory and Daniel. No, no, that is um, mine's Bert. Uh, Daniel Neal and Rory Neal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the letter. Dear Rory, Maury, Scory, and Daniel Van yes! Oh, God, no wonder you were like, hey, read this one, Dan. Yeah, that's the only ones I pick out. My name is Emily, and I'm a 22-year-old recent graduate from The Ohio State University. I am a paller and have been growing the show since day one. Thank Love you. It. Over the past few years, I've been working on making a bucket list. I've found it's a fun way to try new things and go F2F hearing other people's lists. I'd love to hear what's on your bucket list. Here are some of mine. Here we go. All right. Perform stand-up comedy. Be Great one to have. Be featured on Forbes 30 Under 30. That might That's be going to be yeah, tough. Yeah. Get escorted out of a building. You can do that. Much easier to That's pull much off. Much easier you right can do now. do that right now yep. if you want. Karaoke to the Simpsons theme song. That's great. Not necessarily accessible right now, but right. if you have an at-home karaoke machine, you can pull that off. See Rory Scovel live. 
Gonna have to wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Interesting that... Uh, Shh, keep reading. Doesn't... Uh, <laughs> just your... That's weird. Buy a fake... Well, you know, you're insulted, but maybe you should reverse it because she might be like, oh, no, Daniel, I saw you forever ago. I, you were you were my mm-hmm. old bucket list. That's fair. And then, and then I have to get insulted and tell her, well, we're sold out yeah. for my next live show. We're already sold out. <laughs> uh... Buy a fake Gucci belt in Chinatown. You probably still do that. Take a cocktail making class. You could do that now, too. That's right. Rory, I'll see you at Hollywood Improv on August 15th. Oh, this is from a while ago. So I can mark it off my list. Best, Emily. So this is from a long time back ago. in August. You got to remember, this was in the stack of stuff like where I had Arjun. Also, Arjun, thank you so much for writing Pen Pals, the movie. If you haven't gone Wait, back so and listened to the live Wait, so is this a year show. old? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We've never read this? No. God, this is what I love about all the letters. Because people think I wrote in forever ago, I'll never get to hear it. And you're like, you sure about that? Uh, yeah. Just wait till 2025. You think, you think we don't save them? You think we don't go back and be like, you know what? We save one of them. them. Yeah. I forgot to show you for mine. They did the wax thing with an Illuminati eyeball Ooh. triangle. How fun is that? Ooh. Maybe it says, you know, I bet I read this wrong. It says karaoke to the Simpsons theme song. And then it says, see Rory Scoville live. Oh, yeah. so that's well, a, I guess, honestly, yeah, I'd why like to not? See that too. Yeah, <laughs> that's on your bucket list. <laughs> Long after the thrill of, of living, living is gone. Yeah. Um, uh, Daniel, bucket list, throw it at me. Give me one good meatball. Give me a good one. Thailand. I want to go to Thailand, and I want to go on the slip. Reenact. I want to go on the slip and fly. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, I want to reenact Hangover 2. No. I want to go on the slip and fly. Have we talked about slip and fly? I feel like we definitely have. I think we have I don't remember us talking about it, but I feel like we we have. have. We have. Refresh me, because I think we have. It's this slide... In Thailand, with with no regulations, feels very class action park, yeah. and you it, you go down it, and then it lips up at the end, and you come off the slide about thirty to forty feet in the air before you land in a very large pool, and around the pool, it's huge, huge pool, it's almost like a pond. Around it is a, from what I can tell, is like a couple of bars and things. And this is on one of the smaller islands. And people go out there for the day, and they just watch people. Just you just have a fun the whole day, and you watch people fly go down the slip and fly. Thing. Yes, that is a right. something I definitely want to do. That well, is, you should look. You should try to do that in you know two years for your fortieth birthday party. I'm thinking you about. Try to do I'm, that. I'm 100. That's a good mid. Yes. That's a good midlife trip. Yes. yes. I think so. That's something on my bucket list. I would also love to see Rory Scovel live. What about you? I want to see. I want to see myself live. What is on my bucket list? Come on, Mark. Burning uh, Man. Burning Man's on your bucket Burning list. Burning Man. Burning Man is definitely on there. Yeah. Love. Would love that. Uh, to uh, Japan. Oh, Trip to Japan. Yeah. I would love to see Osaka. Um, a lot. I would like to see a lot of Japan. Me you too. know, me too. Not just Tokyo. I although that seems crazy and futuristic mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. but all I've ever heard about is the Japanese cuisine, yes. which is not hard to believe <laughs> being incredible from what I know. Even of like, like Japan, what they would consider bad cuisine that sure. maybe someone's selling here, I'm still impressed by. Yeah. So, uh, my sister's been and loved it. Um, I got uh, another one. Yeah, go. I I want to either see like next to a boat like I can see fight it, a dolphin you want or to fight get in a cage great whites they would yeah, be outside. Can the I cage. ask a question? Here's a question I have: Why are people scared to get into the cage with great whites swimming around them? Because I and I I've, look I've never been in that oh, position. I'm, it's not about no the scare. Me to get in it's the not cage. about the scare. Although I, I think you the, would be scared. Uh, why though the ca- I feel so good about the cage. I think it's your adrenaline and seeing being underwater and seeing this creature in its world. You're so out of place from your life yeah. and seeing something that you know is the, one of the greatest yes water. is a, one of the greatest killers in the history of this planet. And you Is it really? I don't think yeah, it is. Yeah. 
and no. you get to see it. Yeah. Like when I even see someone swimming and all of a sudden, like I'm 30 feet from them is like a whale underwater. I, yeah. I get almost a little emotional thinking about what that must have felt like. Yeah. So I would love to, I, I should make it a little bit broader, whether great whites or any sort of large sea life. Like when I was in Hawaii last summer and I'm swimming and all of a sudden there's this big fucking turtle and I just swam along him for a while and watched him. And then he was like eating and then he went off the reef and it got like into the darkness and yes. I just stopped and just wa- and I was like, I can't go anymore where you can go. Yeah. So I, that I would love whales or like sharks, I would love to be in the water where they're in the water near me. That's bucket list. Can I just tell you where my brain went? Tell and me. It's, of course. It's, it's dark. Okay. So I just picture, because you sometimes, you made me think of it just now when you said how people feel like there's a whale. Yeah. You see, you see some people like around whales and photographs and you see how giant the whale is. Mm-hmm. And the whales are, for the most part, peaceful mm-hmm. and have no interest in the humans. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, what do you do if one of the whales just decides to open its mouth mm-hmm. and easily swallow you, mm-hmm. but you have a knife? Do you start trying to get to out like of the whale? your way out? And would that kill the whale? It would not kill the whale. <laughs> to where the whale started sinking and, you're and in you it? couldn't get out and Roaring. then the pressure killed you. It would, That's yeah. where my brain went. That was a, that's a great short like film that we don't have the money to make. Well, I'm still going to pitch it. Do yeah, let's make somebody else pay for it. Thank you. Um like you're that's like that's like a crazy version of Pinocchio and then when you come out you're like I'm a real boy when you survive. We should, <laughs> I am. <laughs> and people are like what are you talking about? They're like you're just in a simulation. You aren't anywhere. Right. Um we should pitch a travel show called pen pals bucket list and we just go to other people's bucket list we Rory. meet them we do their bucket list with them yeah so someone's like oh i want to get in a cage with great whites like we have to do it with them we're like the support team even though we're scared to do it too <laughs> i think for me a big theme to my bucket list it would be things that i've i've kind of already touched on where i'm just so out of place for what my life is like i also really i want to go to a very like earth like eco-conscious safari in africa and see those animals and somehow if i can tie either the money i'm spending or something that i do there that contributes to the betterment of those animals or or their life um or the the uh area in which they live like i would love for it to be that as well because i just don't want to go there and see and be like all right you guys take care good luck with all this good luck yeah but i'm uh, daniel you know, I always tell people, I'm like, you people think like, oh, we went to the zoo, we saw a lion. And I always I always want to say, no, you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go on safari and somebody's like, everybody stop, everybody stop. Look to your left. There are Yeah, two but it's lines. someone going Right. Yes. Yeah. It's somebody and just you're hand still movements. like talking. You're, yeah. And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> when you look over and you see a lion there, then you've seen a fucking lion. Yeah. And when that lion has seen you, oh, my God. Yeah. So that's on my it's list. Too, too much. That's, that's on my too, list. Too. Yeah. I can't. I don't know. I don't know what I. I don't know. I have this list of things. Do you want to skydive or bungee jump? No, I'm not against a skydive. I have no interest in bungee jumping. The only bungee jump I would do is that would feel meaningful. Uh-huh. And I, there's no way I would be able to do it is one of those crazy bridges that you're like, where in the fuck is this bridge? Mm-hmm. And the bungee jump is like so far when you watch it on camera, you're like, did they forget to tighten it? Is this person just about to hit <laughs> yeah. the bottom yeah. of this river? Yeah. yeah. And they like go and like Sometimes the last they, second. They braise the water a little bit. <laughs> they braise it the slightest bit. And you're like, that's a, I don't know who's calculating that, but that's a, that's a rough guess. <laughs> yes. that that's going to pay it yeah. off. Um, yeah, I would maybe do. Th- I would like to do that kind of bungee jump if, like, I have to do it. Would but you that ha- terrifies me. Would you hang glide? I think I would hang. Me glide. too. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, to just that sensation of I'm just fucking flying. It's just you and the wind. Yeah. What do I? What do I? 
I don't, I just really don't know that I have a lot of like, would you like to learn there aren't like a lot of things? And I'm I like, like, Oh, I want to see that. I would love to like see the pyramids, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of traveling somewhere. I'd love to, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know who I am, Daniel. I've always wanted to. Honestly, the thrill of living is gone. <laughs> I just have a little more tasty freeze. Stop thinking about it. I honestly, I just, want, hand I just want to keep working at the tasty freeze. I don't really care. <laughs> See if the Dairy Queen will let me come back. They let me come back. Yeah. She's cooking just one chicken wing. That's it. <laughs> so depressing and cold. Uh, man, if people send us some of their bucket lists, I would. those will probably show up in some of the Palpatench. Yeah. If anybody, you know what I would, this is what I'd really love to hear from the Pennies and Pallers. What is something you're most proud of to have checked off your bucket list that you're like, I finally did it and I wanted to do that forever? I would love to hear some of that. Yeah, stuff. I think that's a great question. Yeah. Is there any topics? You know, we got our Pinterest, we got our family vacation. Let's, bu- let's do bucket list. Let's okay. do bucket list and uh, but it's got to yeah, be. I, I want it to be about something you've done so that there's a the, in the letter it has a story to it rather than you know to up to update everybody uh, after watching the social dilemma. Yeah, I am now off uh, Pinterest. I'm off all of it. You are I, off of I it. I got away from everything. Wow. You got to unplug. The AI lives on. We still haven't even let you really rant about it. Maybe next episode, I'll just ask. It's honestly just scary. I really feel like people should just watch the documentary. Yeah, you're right. I can't ask you to do anything else. Just watch that documentary. And if you feel so compelled to change, then do it because it may be, it may be very important. I would tell people too. We've got to get regulations on your family's very good about this. Ask yourself, you don't do the same thing as me, but something I've been trying out is no phone Sundays. Maybe even you maybe you do it after three o'clock, uh, but like no that. phone Sundays. And then this is the thing that the Scovels are really great at already. Uh, how about music Monday night? Monday night music. Yeah. Where on Monday nights, yeah. you and your partner, you and your roommate, you and yourself, whatever it is, you and your family, there's just no TV on Monday night. But yeah. there is music. Now, you can read, you can talk, you can play board games, you can play card games, you can go for a walk and listen to music, whatever you want, yeah. but it's Monday night music, and it, you also say to yourself, there's just no screens on Monday night. If yeah. you have to respond to a text, or you, it's, we're not going completely no phone, that's for Sundays, but, but no TV. Mon- yeah. m- Monday night music. I think I'm going to try to go landline, and, and I think I'm going <sighs> to try to get rid of everything and make my phone just uh, the key to my car and... Uh, uh, my and a, and a telephone, but I sure. kind of want to get rid of texting and Wi-Fi and okay. just use. You want me to stop texting? Are, I won't text you. I'll call you every time. I, I well, I'm not there yet. Okay, but there is a part of me that's like, I think I should get rid of everything and just really minimize this phone. Go for it. Go for and it. And if I'm like, oh, I got to look something up, it's like, well, then go get your, you know, computer and look on it. Look, I'm not saying detach completely, but I am saying. You know, take 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 control back of your focus and yeah. of your life, and realize that you look at your phone a lot. My phone is grayscale, so it looks like this all the time, all the time. So when I take pictures, I don't know so what they look things like. Aren't as alluring. It's supposed to be less appealing. It's not. It's not really fun to look at. And I'm trying to deter myself that's from good. the phone. That's good. Anyways, that's all I've got. All right. Well, thank um, you, Emily. I loved getting this letter from you. Hopefully people know, write in great. and tell us about the bucket list things they've already checked off. Yes. We'll see you on October 23rd. If you want to hang with us again, tickets are already halfway sold out. So that'll sell out. We do cap Get it, on them. So you need to get in. If you want to get in, go to DanielVanKirk.com. Get in Thank you, get Emily. Up. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk and Rory Scoville. Podcast Network.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.